0: Oh no! Why do I do that? I I mean, it's just like another way to have you buy games again. Did you hear like the newest rumor for the PS4 or 5? Wow, PS5 that's supposed to be backwards compatible all the way to PS1. Yeah, that's what I was hearing.
1: That would be that would be really cool. Talk about like a game
0: changer. Like, I mean, how much would that put like Xbox and Microsoft like out of business? To not out of business necessarily, but how much would that like set them back to? have to like roll back this idea that every new game that you wanted or every old game you want it, you have to rebuy it in order to play it on the new Xbox, except for some CDs that kind of work on the new Xbox. You know what I mean? And imagine like all the CDs worked on the new PlayStation and you can play them all as if they were the old thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, that would be pretty legit. I mean, somebody like me who does not have all their old games, I can I can see how... They would start reprinting old games? I don't know if it necessarily means they'd reprint, but I think it would just give more validity to people's libraries, and and that way they're not just like, oh, man, every time a new console comes out, I've got to buy all new games because, I mean, you know... That's probably a little rough, though. I mean, that's... I don't, I, don't, I don't think it will be. I think it's like something... It's for them moving forward. It's kind of one of those, like... Hey, look at us! We're actually we're giving you things that we had given you before. I mean, one of the big selling points of the PS2 is that it had PS1 capabilities. One of the big selling points of the PS3. The the loading times for your
1: PS1 games. Let's do it.
0: Exactly, and then for PS3, like the original PS3, like one of the big selling points was that it had the. I love that. that Yeah, and then they took it off. Mm -hmm. Wow. Um, But yeah, I just figured I'd talk about that I don't know why oh, Cuz yeah. you mentioned the Stadia Are you starting? I had already started a while ago Oh, well,
1: I didn't have my headphones on I wasn't up to the yeah, I know. microphone That's all
0: good, I said what I wanted to say Nobody cares about you. Yeah,
1: That's fair
0: Well, this is the uh, the MVG Podcast My name is Will And that is David Who doesn't like talking into the mic And also realizing that I pressed the record button <sighs> Maybe it's because I didn't put it on the big TV But it's okay, whatever, whatever, <laughs> whatever. Um, I said some things you heard them Um, and we'll continue to say some more things Uh,
1: Dave at twitter.com
0: at (laughs) twitter.com we didn't even I don't think in in our we haven't said in a while yeah I don't think we said anything but that's probably because I don't do much on Twitter so I guess you can follow me if you want to but uh. (laughs) Um, F-Y-N-R-I-R B-A-N-E finrar bane
1: oh, okay especially sell something Not that you're just saying random like letters
0: yeah not really um <laughs> so what are we talking about today sir i'm i'm not really
1: sure um you're the one in charge <laughs> I was just kidding uh we're talking about uh character versus plot driven stories i got a story for you um please do tell so this summer, uh, we were, we decided we we're going to sell our house and mm-hmm. we put it on the market mm-hmm. and like it didn't sell for the first weekend. It didn't sell the next week, but then it sold on the second weekend. Okay. And then we were out looking for uh house, new houses and, uh, and then we couldn't find a house. And so, okay. um, we decided that we we're just going to build. So we now we're into re- in a rental. Okay. I have another story for you. Okay <laughs> <laughs> So we're At the beginning of the summer You know we uh, We really decided together That we were going to Sell our house Because You know this The house we're currently in Just wasn't It wasn't big enough for us You know and, and It wasn't It just didn't feel like a way for us The, the, the raise a the family And so we put it in the market And it didn't sell And I feel you like know, you're telling the same story again It was it was really emotionally devastating, honestly. Like we ended up getting really mad at our realtor, which unjustly, because it's not, you know, just because we put on the house on the market doesn't mean it's going to sell. And uh, it was, a, it was, a it was a definitely a journey, as you know, because every time someone want to look at your house, we have to gather everything up and quickly, you know get out the door and actually there's a few times that we didn't get out the door quick enough and then they were all mean mugging us as we're trying to get out the door so they can look at the house and then we the find new so-
0: people are mean mugging the people who live there because they because they want to look at it that badly like- yeah they were
1: seriously like mean mugging anyway so so we finally sold the house and you know like what a what a it was such a relief to be able to get that on you know taken care of and uh we actually put an offer on a house And we actually got, we (laughs) (laughs) got, and we got outbid by $75,000 and it was, God, we love that house. And it was just, it was draining like the whole day. I just, um, you know, I was like moping around work the rest of the day. Like I couldn't think of anything. And, uh, and then eventually I said, I said, screw it. We're just going to, we're going to buy a piece of land and we're going to build our own freaking house. Okay. So, Is that what you're doing? Yeah. So why did I tell two different versions of the story?
0: Oh, gosh. Is this really what you wanted to do? (laughs) Well, sure. Okay. Um, You told two different versions of the story because you like wasting my time. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Um, uh, Because one of them was about you. And one of them was about your situation
1: right the the first one was just kind of the event driven story, and then uh, I tried doing the second one more so how us as a family felt in in our journey and our emotional journey through this house buying selling experience Wow, okay, that was amazing, right?
0: It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know what to tell you. Um, I kind of already knew the some of these things, so I was just like, "Oh, he's telling. He must be telling the
1: peoples. <laughs> I am telling peoples." It was kind of dumb. Whatever. Deal with it.
0: Um, I mean, I have no other choice but to
1: deal with it at this point, right? <laughs> so Since you've
0: already said it, and it's on the podcast, and I'm not taking it out.
1: So there's there's two different types of storytelling: uh, plot driven and character uh, driven stories. Um, and then there's the third kind. What's that? bad storytelling. oh okay very 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 true uh some of the 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 plot driven stories it's uh it's mostly has a focus on events that propel the story forward the, mm-hmm. uh, the characters are just a tool to do that uh the characters are reacting to these scenarios right and i guess i said i w- w- we did it in the first story but not really i guess but it doesn't really matter like this could be anybody's story you know it wasn't personalized or anything right um and then a character driven story uh these center these stories center around characters and their motivations relationships how they handle situations and the mindset that go that got them there right pretty much you're telling
0: as many stories as there are characters
1: yeah kind of uh you know a good way to tell if you're if you're about to get into a character driven story or a plot driven story is is basically what is introduced first if the characters and their motivations are introduced first, you know obviously it's going to be probably a character driven story. if you haven't even seen the main character and you're just seeing all these plot points, well, you're probably going for a plot driven story ride that makes sense um so first we're going to start off mostly talking about the, the character-driven stories. Uh, character-driven stories is how a character arrives at a decision and what personal impact it has on them. It's more of a, an internal conflict, and you can kind of think of a plot-driven story as an external conflict. Yeah, that, does that makes make sense. sense? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, as I was saying, a lot of time it's focused on the, how the characters think, feel, how the past has made them who they are, and how what they're going to do about it. How, what, what they're going to do about their past, present, and how that's going to change them for the future. Right. Um, typically, the character decisions are, are thought-provoking. Uh, you, like, a lot of times, you'll, you'll walk away from those experiences thinking about the decisions that they've made. Um, and I was kind of trying to th- break it down to what genres kind of played better to what type. And uh, I was kind of thinking that, like, comedies, dramas, and fantasy kind of seem to always be character driven stories. Right. Well I guess you, that's not always true, but
0: because yeah, there's a, there's a lot of fantasy stories that delve deep into the world building well as I was opposed thinking of like or sorry, a a world changing like event and then there's just happen to be characters there. Like I mean, you could actually make both uh the argument both ways for say for instance like a Lord of the Rings where the world does take or the world in the situation with Mordor takes like a really big precedence over certain things but then also if you read books like the hobbit Mm -hmm. um or even actually you know what even certain parts of the story are so heavily like entrenched in um in the hobbit's journey themselves the wow frodo's (laughs) journey their relations yeah frodo's journey and like their relations with the people around them so you could almost say it's character driven in that way but if you really think about it the main driving point for that whole story is to get the ring and destroy it. Like right. that's the whole thing. Yeah. That's the whole plot. Right. So it's very plot driven in
1: that everybody is on the same railroad. So, so something I thought that was interesting about Lord of the rings is so, so you're right. It's about getting the ring, the one true ring to Mordor and everything. Mm-hmm. But then the ring kind of becomes a character itself, you know, cause it has this, it almost has like this evil personality to it, you know, Yeah. it's this evil force. Um,
0: which I think is how they tried to, uh, they tried to, that was like the whole point. Like they wanted to make the ring another, like another piece mm-hmm. because there were so many like good characters that they were establishing. They're like, okay, so now that we've got all these, we have to give them a plot device, but maybe we want to add a little bit of personality to the plot device by giving it different powers and give it like, kind of give it like a like a seductive kind of personality Mm -hmm. for the, for the character, even though, you know, one could also argue that it's not really like given a personality necessarily, but it does. It has a presence. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like if you really, if you, if you actually take a second, take a step back and look at it, it does definitely have a presence in the series. Like they made sure that they made sure that the ring wasn't just the object. It was the object and
1: what the object did. Mm -hmm. Yeah and the power it held on on the emotional state of the characters that right. it came in contact with. Mm-hmm. Um, so going into some comedies that are kind of really character-driven, uh, I was thinking of Scrubs, The Office, Parks and Recreation. It's... Mm-hmm. You know, I was thinking about... I was also thinking about, like, sitcoms back in the day. You know, they were really kind of... Here's these characters. Let's give them crazy scenarios and s- let's see how they react to them. And, and that's the funny part. But then... It's, yeah, it's really like
0: the the drama of the day kind of thing. Yeah. yeah.
1: But then like shows like Scrubs, The Office, Parks and Rec. I mean they're kind of they're really kind of dramedies more than anything. Right. But it's more so like once you get connected to I I mean they're funny, but when you get more connected to the characters, mm-hmm. you you really get to know who these characters are, it becomes even more funny. Right. Uh another show sh- or another a movie actually, would be like Shawshank Redemption where the plot is, you know, he goes to jail, but you don't really care so much about like the fact that they're in jail. It's more so about the relationships that he has in that jail, you know, and how he handles it and and right. his uh, his journey through it.
0: Like like how it's more about Morgan Freeman than it is about the main character.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hmm.
0: <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, it's definitely yeah, like, about the main character, but Morgan Freeman he just has a commanding presence.
1: So. You're right. Is it just Morgan Freeman or is it the character?
0: It's Morgan Freeman.
1: <laughs> Probably true.
0: The character known as Morgan Freeman.
1: <laughs> uh like in oh, did you play the second South Park game? No. Oh, he's like one of the like secret bosses.
0: Morgan Freeman is? Yeah. <laughs> Does he hurt you with his voice?
1: I don't, did I ever beat I don't know if I beat him. I don't really remember. Um and he like runs some like taco rear or something like that. He's like the manager for it.
0: <laughs> typical south part.
1: Uh <laughs> um another one an, our a show, a couple of shows, uh one of them being Walking Dead, which realistically like
0: it is very character driven. Yeah,
1: we don't really care about I mean, there's zombies in it, Sorry, but
0: it was character driven. It is now seemingly plot driven. You and think I so? I think that's I the s- reason why it's not doing as good. I mean, their their latest episode had the lowest ratings out of every episode. No, I haven't
1: watched this season yet.
0: Yeah. Um, well, one of the things I noticed early on is that they focused all about 10 seconds on establishing that zombies are in this world mm-hmm. and we lost and now we're just trying to survive yeah,
1: it's like gasp yeah. and then
0: and then they get right to it um, after that it, I feel like it went really really good they were establishing all these characters they were killing people off they were bringing new people in they were killing more people off they were bringing more people in and you're just like okay this is how things go right and then, as you got into it, I think one, like three seasons ago, maybe, then it got to a point where, um, you know what? We got a good actor, we got some good actresses, um, and we're gonna keep this going. But we don't want we don't want this. <laughs> but people... they got to
1: get paid, so we got to get rid of some of these bigger ones. Yeah.
0: Um, and then we're gonna bring them back eventually too. So I guess it is what it is. Um, but like, I I think I feel like they 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 saw how good something was doing they kept on it and so then it became more about like uh megan and his people mm-hmm. and like the idea of of a of a like a self righteous group of people who thought they should rule everything right and so then it became more now it's all very very like plot centric now it's all about how do we fight how do we do this how do we do this and oh, it doesn't matter much about the characters anymore it's just about like how far are the you? The gunfights and stuff. I got to Oh, you are not past
1: the Negan I far.
0: I only yeah, I only yeah. I only got to like uh, the end of the the uh the season after they killed one person with the bat. And then I was like oh. and then I was like I'm I'm kinda of done. You are okay, so I think the last episode I saw was what's his face,
1: um uh, the last the, season, I think he was about to die. The last season, I haven't seen the current season right now, but the last season went has definitely went back to character driven story. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it still was during the Negan times, but but you're right, it was. Um, it leaned heavily on what's Negan like, going to do now? Yeah. yeah. It leaned I really
0: heavily that. on like a, a war. Yeah. You yeah know? Well, I
1: guess that's where the, I mean there was more action in and typically plot driven stories are more action based.
0: Yeah, but that's not what scenario the walking scenario. dead ever was and right. that's why it was it was it wasn't like one was of those jarring
1: things,
0: jarring there we go it wasn't one of those things where i'm like oh i hate action i just want character drama yeah i honestly don't care yeah. and it was fun either way and then when it changed i think it was just because it took that such a hard turn um so in going from in going from just like oh i love these characters i like this character these characters are cool and like I've established my relationship with them which means that they are definitely going to die. Um <laughs> so like kind of like Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Um but then it's all of a sudden it was unnoticed. like then it was then it was like oh crap, you know what? Never mind. None of nobody is we no longer have consequences anymore. Mm-hmm. Which Game of Thrones also did the same thing. Like we like somebody enough, you guys like somebody enough before we were all willy nilly with who we killed, but now we're just gonna keep everybody alive because we wanna we wanna make a, a great story. But that's where it suffered because
1: it was trying to do something it wasn't. So do you think? Do you think they could have? Uh, I you know I didn't even think about that with Negan. You're right; it is a lot more plot driven. But, but. I I mean I suppose they could have handled it better better, um, but you know at some point they're gonna have, a huge conflict like that. You know it was bound to get to some type of yeah but the Warring thing is tribes yeah but thing. the
0: thing is that didn't that like, conflict didn't have the last two seasons fair enough three seasons actually yeah because
1: it really was it was three seasons
0: yeah and that right there because i mean every other conflict like whenever they were fighting the governor that was one one season mm-hmm. one and a half kind of um but like every time like when they moved to a new place it was one season that each place was an arc for them and it was showing like how they establish with other people, bringing people in, losing people, and then as they like, and you got to know all those people in the season, and then there was always going to be somebody that died, you know, there was always going to be somebody that left or did their own thing. But it was all about the characters, and then it suddenly it got to a point where oh, we found a character we like, but you know what? How about everybody says they're that character, and how about we just <laughs> say that, that? How about we like? How about we spend a whole episode?
1: Of people just driving around doing nothing and like, shooting and not hitting anything. Yeah, yeah, a, that's fair enough. Well, so I wonder. Part of it too is uh, you know we get so used to these character expecting the character to die that whenever a new character does die, just has you're just like, oh, well, yeah, because they they haven't been established at enough. At Who least Daryl's still there,
0: <laughs> and I feel like he's going to be there. He's one of their their um, their main, main draws, draws. Yeah, and yeah. I mean. With his with his game coming out with Kojima here pretty soon, I'm sure it's going to be even more expensive to keep him. So more than likely, they're either going to renegotiate with him or he's going to leave. He'll
1: be the he'll this make him more of the focal point of the show. Which, I would imagine. To be honest,
0: I never thought Daryl was like a good focus point of the show because his he's personality, a good his personality. Character. You can lacking. you can
1: you can flesh out any character though. You can, but yeah. I, I have a lot of opinions about Walking Dead. Well, I do want you... S- now, now I want you to watch the, the newest season because... I've, been told, I actually thought I've been told I
0: need to watch that and Fear the Walking Dead, which I watched the first... Fear like, the two Walking se- Dead is... I watched the first two seasons of that and I heard that supposedly it gets even better, but it takes some time.
1: The, the third season was the best season and then season four was... It just made it like regular Walking Dead now.
0: Which is what people like. Yeah, so.
1: It was... It's okay. It's not... Yeah. Anyway... Yeah. All right, so moving on to a different show, because we definitely talked about Walking Dead enough times on the show, or on our... Really? Our show. Yeah, we probably have a few oh. times. Who it knows? Is it is. Uh, another one would be uh, Breaking Bad, which is... I mean, the whole plot is... Um, it's definitely... Making drugs, but... Yeah.
0: yeah, but the plot is, the plot is again, one of those things where you, you go, ha ha, the thing happened, I make drugs, and then you go, but... Look at all the people involved in it. Yeah. And that's definitely heavy, heavy, heavy character driven. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, and it, all these it characters. Was, it was that way from beginning to end.
1: Yeah. All, well, all these characters had, uh, you know, huge character arcs or changes. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, Walter White, you know, he starts off all. Goody, goody teacher. He's not really. Well, he's all. Remember, he's all jealous of his um, his buddy. everything oh and um yeah and he was it was just kind of you're right he was cowardly and uh and then at the end you know he has this whole new identity Mm -hmm. of who he is uh and then but so does his wife so does his
0: child so does so does jesse which i haven't got a chance to watch the new movie which i'm really looking forward to i'll probably watch that tonight
1: watch it it's good it's almost pointless but it's good it's probably good it's Uh i mean they're Yep, don't good say writer, else. good director. Nope, we're good. Um, but then you know, then you have uh, Jesse Pinkerton. That Pink is it, Pigman. Pinker- Pigman. Oh, Pinkerton's a Weezer album. <laughs> um, so he almost goes like the opposite direction because you know Walter White's so calculated and everything, mm-hmm. and then he starts getting more kind of reckless in a way as right. uh, as he you know well because he makes his scenario so large and you know like how can he it's hard to contain all this chaos you know right. and then uh and jesse pinkman you know he kind of starts off he's kind of the one that's reckless and and the wild card and everything and he kind of became the more responsible one
0: yeah he's toned down after after quite a bit in the series yeah and he the, was
1: more so the one kind of outsmarting people Yeah, and then he was well
0: that and he was trying to rein walter in. Yeah. at some point cuz yeah. he's like dude you you're going a little off the rails there i yeah. can't i can't keep i can't keep with this i can't condone
1: this i've i've got to dip. <laughs> <laughs> um that's a great show i honestly after watching uh, the el camino thing it just kind of reminded me like man i would totally watch that show again that show is a great show i'm not going to watch it again cuz i don't
0: rewatch series oh, that's, that's just fair. no idea uh
1: i was i was thinking about like all the um you know, the old X-Men movies, but then I totally thought of the new Logan movie and like what a character driven story that was um, as, as you see kind of Wolverine at his lowest point, you know? Mm-hmm. And, but it's, it is a little interesting because in, in that, in that movie, like you see him at his lowest point, he's, he's kind of hiding and everything, but I, I guess, I guess more than so than anything, it just, this character just went back to being who he was. Yeah. He was just kind of hiding who he was and then he kind of went back to who he was.
0: He was normalizing for for the people in the society around him. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yes. That's part of his character arc.
1: <laughs> and then so I was I was going I was yesterday I was just going through like trying to think of some good character driven stories <laughs> and this is not a good character driven story but I uh, realized that Borat <laughs> Was definitely like this character-driven story. Could you even consider that a story? Well, it's funny because they, uh, you know, they just they had all these, um, what do you want to call them? Pranks, gags, whatever the heck. And, uh, and <laughs> but they, they but then they turned it into a character journey of discovery. I've never,
0: I've never seen the whole movie. I couldn't get past ah, it. Price, I? It
1: was so great um another one that i thought was interesting uh plot driven story was um uh, was all the moral combat games <laughs> they're like all the stories for those like well because it's, it's it's total fighting said, action
0: and everything oh you say you said those are plot driven right yeah
1: they're totally plot driven okay it's, i thought you were saying for some reason i thought you said
0: they're were character-driven. those and i, was like, I how, mean how would you know
1: it's it's certainly like revolving around like because the because this whole the good guy team is it's basically like a family and how all right. of this stuff going on is affecting them
0: okay okay
1: i can see that so let's take a quick break
0: a quick break what about
1: just a break just a break it's gonna be a long break now
0: i don't know what it's gonna be i don't know what's going on i'm not in charge of this podcast at all <laughs>
1: back that we are so what do we talk about next uh so now we're going to talk about um stories that are mostly character driven but have uh strong interesting plots so something that's
0: character driven Hmm. do you already have some lined up
1: i have some lined up i'm okay i'll see if you you can come up with some so you're, this one, first one, is obviously going to drive you crazy. It's going to be lost, isn't it? It's going to be lost. Uh, so say what you will about Lost. I will. <laughs> I will say it. Um, but you know, at its at its base, uh, Lost is a, very much a character driven story. Uh, but you can't really deny the fact that uh, if you're watching Lost, they're going to deny it right now. That the stuff that's taking place on the island is at times uh just as interesting as the character drama happening on the actual show like just in the first episode you know what the heck's up with this polar bear what's this these trees moving and everything what is going on on this island
0: the polar bear was in the first episode
1: Uh, like the the first episode is like two hours long oh it's like a two-part first episode Um. but then you you there's just there's all these mysteries to the island, you know. Well, I guess I guess that's another thing. Maybe the island is is a character itself as well. Oh,
0: I'm pretty sure I've seen that in the in the lost forums. <laughs> Guys, no, I don't no, think I... you
1: understand the characters.
0: Uh, the island is another character. You have to look at it as that. It's actually got a progression to to itself. You just gotta, you just gotta, you gotta pay attention because there's sometimes where, like uh, the character will, of the island. It'll make decisions by itself. It's, it's just not. It's not just a setting. It's like it's it's part of the cast. That's how people on the
1: internet sound. <laughs> when, they, when they
0: talk about Lost. So well, I was so,
1: kind of relate. I was kind of relating it to. Yeah, I'm just gonna cut right through that. I was kind of relating it to the ring and Lord of the Rings, and where it's there's so much mystery behind. Well, I guess there's not much mystery behind the ring. It's just a jerk, It's manipulative just a jerk. jerk. <laughs> yep. <Yeah. laughs> um, it's just a jerk, That's all. Well, I was trying to I was trying to decide if Game of Thrones was kind of that because it's definitely a Game of Thrones is heavy all character
0: and last season it's plot. Think so?
1: Mm. I mean 'cause the first I mean the first seven scene, seasons. The, the very first scenario or scene in the show strictly has to do with the White Walkers.
0: But they're characters still. Fair. Um, I think well if you look at Game of Thrones from the first I like I said, the first uh the fir- all of the first seasons, except for the last one, are all character driven because they're like showing people's journeying through this big old conflict, right? But mm-hmm. the conflict is just the background to how these people deal with the conflict. Right. And then in the last season, then the conflict becomes first and foremost. And then it's just all about, uh, it's less about how the people deal with the conflict, but how the conflict affects the people. Fair. Yeah. Um, because yeah, when she does things, everybody else reacts. Um, but they're not necessarily reacting her to reacting to the things she does. And that's why I think it ends up becoming more about the plot and closing up all of the plots <laughs> than <laughs> it is about, um, you know, the story itself or the people in the plot.
1: Um, but we already talked to, so like, there, at length about Game of Thrones. Yeah. So yeah. I, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm yeah. curious though. I mean, like could, I mean, if you take those, if you use different characters, would the plot of Game of Thrones be just as interesting? Yes. Yeah, well, I mean, they do. They throw in just tons of different characters.
0: Oh, you're talking about all of Game of Thrones or that last season?
1: Yeah, it's just in general.
0: Well, all of Game of Thrones, I think it's kind of, you can't. I guess the scenarios they're put in. Yeah, it's probably what makes them what they are. Um,
1: it's probably closer to the character driven, but it it definitely has it has a stronger plot as far as character driven goes. Maybe right. Uh, another one. Did you ever see The Leftovers? No, you know, I was thinking about that show a little bit, and it, it's kind of the same thing. Like it has all these interesting. It, it's the whole. It's the whole mystery box thing. It has all these mysteries to the show, mm-hmm. but at its at its core, it's it's a character driven story. Because in the end, it doesn't really matter what happened, plot wise. It just ma- happen, it just matters what happened to the characters.
0: There are so many of the shows, especially the ones that it look, looks like they're just aiming for syndication. Or, like, they're just aiming for, like, a, an episode count where they start off, they give you a scenario, and then, like, you forget that scenario even exists.
1: Like, you know. Yeah, there's portions in uh, Leftovers where, like, like, I I don't e- I don't even remember, like, the main plot, you know. Yeah,
0: I've seen that happen a couple shows where. But it was an interesting plot. Like, the like original forget, plot yeah. is an interesting
1: plot. Um, I was also thinking about. Is the Leftovers, like, a rapture story or something? Kind of okay in a way uh it presents itself in that way at times but not always some people some some characters view it that way others don't
0: other people just view it as like an epidemic or something
1: it well i mean the people just straight up disappear like they just vanish it's a rapture story well, yeah, okay, s- sure. But I mean, like, as far as the character's perception of it.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, so, so with from within the world, it's a phenomenon. Yeah, some people think
1: it's an uh, act of God, and other people think it just freaking happened. Just let it go for whatever reason it happened. Yeah. You know, science, maybe. <laughs> I don't know.
0: And we have to learn to deal with the consequences or whatever, or, like, the repercussions of whatever happened. Yeah. And that is what it's about. And I guess that's how you can make it a, a character-driven story if you're... If you're pretty much telling that if the characters are telling each other, forget what happened, and let's just <laughs> you know like yeah, but then let's uh, just move forward. But
1: then not all the characters do that though. Like right. uh, I mean, the driving motivation of a whole group of characters is to actually remo- not let anybody forget what happened, and right. then do all kinds of jerky, stupid stuff. stuff yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, re- I do want you to try that show, cause, too, because I don't know if you... Where's it at? Curious. It's on HBO. Okay. I can make it happen. I have an HBO. Okay. Um, and another one I was thinking about is... Uh, I was trying to decide on was Xenogears and Xenosaga.
0: Um, I would say that they're more... They're a combination, for sure. Yeah,
1: for sure. I would say more so for Xeno- Xenosaga, it's more of a character-driven... Oh, Xenosaga is heavy character. And Gears is more of a mixture... Yeah. Um
0: well cuz it starts off being character driven and then towards the middle when you find out the character's involvement in the world as a whole mm-hmm. um and
1: their name which one? Huh? In which one?
0: In Xenogears. Okay, yeah. Um so like Faye and Ellie when you find out their connection to everything right like that's when it starts to get to a point where you're like oh, so this is okay, now we're talking about yeah. a plot. And then but then they start dig, dig, then they dig into those characters' backstories, mm. and then that's when it becomes more character-driven. But then, whenever they scoop back out and they're talking about conflicts, then it becomes more plot. And then mm. they move into Bart's story, and then you're like, "Oh, well, this is character-driven." And then they move into Billy's story, and then you're like, "Oh no, this is definitely yeah, character-driven." It's a very
1: flexible story. Yes, it's so good. So good. <laughs> so good.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: I I will. I don't think I'll ever not sing the praises of Xenogears because I think that. I think, think, I, think blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I think Xenogears is at the top of my rating chart, and I think it always will be, just because. Yes, it's convoluted at times, or feels convoluted at times, but that's again, from the, it's from the uh, the lens of a young child, and I've still yet to play it, but I do remember quite heavily what that story was about. Uh, regardless of how oh, yeah, I played it again. Type of, yeah. I haven't played it again, yeah, but I. I do remember what that story was about, and I do remember, like, as I remember plot points from that story, it definitely, like, it held so, um, so, uh, so well back then that even now I can still recall it and actually pull new meaning from the story. Right. Yeah. Um. Especially considering that I've read a lot of philosophy books since I played that game,
1: and yeah. Oh gosh! Actually, now I now I do want to play it again. It's so good. <laughs> Um, so do you think it's, uh, still character driven in a show where the characters have a ton of emotional conflict, but they never really actually change? Like the characters never change? Like they keep making the same decisions and mistakes and everything? It can still but be technically
0: character driven. Um, it's just very, that's poor writing.
1: <laughs> that's super natural. Well, that's what happens after 15 seasons. You can only like... <laughs> You can only have so much range for your characters to go through before they're just kind of like it's the same thing over and over.
0: Yeah, but part of that is like it sounds to me like an excuse, like for for the writers. Like the writers should the writers know what they're doing. Yeah. Um, when they when they decide to it's, keep a show going for fifteen seasons,
1: it's very much a formula.
0: in, yeah. in Some aspects. Yeah. Uh, I,
1: it's, it's such good characters though.
0: I feel like you, like many other people, for that series, kind of. Give it leeway because they like it so much, or yeah. because they oh have, yeah, because it's, they have it's that. It's not
1: like a perfect. Sh- uh, there's a lot of it has a lot of good episodes. Uh, there's a lot of episodes that surprise me with how good the writing is. Type thing, right? But for the most part, it's a monster of the week type show. Definitely so. so
0: uh, S- Supernatural is is like the occult Scooby Doo.
1: <laughs> sure. Um. So kind of moving away from the character driven stories uh we're going to get into plot driven stories
0: oh you didn't want to talk about any other one?
1: oh actually i i forgot do you have any that you wanted to add
0: all shown in anime what Shonen anime oh which yes. is like anime for young boys yeah um pretty much all of them dragon ball z mm-hmm. naruto one piece uh bleach all about how these conflicts affect the characters it's all about no, it's definitely all about the characters themselves and right. like their development and and not it, it's weird, like <laughs> majority of them are about their development in terms of power, but then they do they all have ways that they're developing the characters themselves in terms of emotionally and whatnot or maturity. Sometimes they do this by time skips, so they <laughs> skip time and they go, Okay, so now they're, you know, ten years older or they're two years older and they've done all this in between.
1: Now they have a kid too. Uh, and he's half human. Uh, yeah, Goku, ter- go ten. And now there's a Z. Yeah, <laughs> we added a Z on it because Z's just cool, and everybody
0: <laughs> who fights in this, they'll be Z fighters.
1: And we put a line through the Z.
0: Oh yeah, because we gotta be like we gotta be like edge lord about it. Like, <laughs> the Z has spikes. Oh, <laughs> that makes sense. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else. Well, I would leave it, I always leave it to you for shown, anime. Yeah, so. it's definitely like a lot of the shown anime. I think like the shorter anime, the short form anime, like the thirteen episodes mm-hmm. or the twenty six episode animes, those ones are more along the lines of our next subject or
1: the next <laughs> place we're about to the next term. bit. Yeah. All right. Well, so we're getting into plot driven, uh, and it's what it's about what actions are taken by the characters to move the plot forward. And as I was saying earlier, it's it's external conflict, right. Uh, Sometimes the main character won't even be introduced at first, as I was saying before. Uh, Conflict is being changed by action and plot forces characters around. And I was thinking of a couple genres for that. uh, Definitely mysteries. uh, And horror movies kind of seem to be more plot driven. Horror
0: or horror movies? Horror. Horror. I feel like we've done this before. Yes, we have. Several times. Horror. Horror. the the horror yes (laughs) um yeah and i just want you to pronounce your words
1: better that's all horror hodor horror uh so so i was going to say sci-fi but then i kind of thought about um like artificial intelligence you've seen if you've seen that movie uh detroit becoming human and realized kind of my favorites all are space dramas revolving around character motions i mean do you like space
0: dramas? Is that your thing?
1: Apparently, I do. I mean, I love Xenogears, love Xenosaga. I maybe love space dramas.
0: Ooh,
1: you're a closeted space drama lover. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, I mean, Star Wars really like. Hmm, it's, Star Wars is definitely character driven. Mm, it's
0: kind of in the name. It's plot driven. There's a war on the stars.
1: Yeah, but I mean, I'm just kidding. Okay. I'm totally kidding, man. Ah. <laughs> you had me going. Yeah. Um, well, okay. Let's so start with you. Let's get some some. You're about to have some anime ideas.
0: Uh, well, I mean, one of my favorite anime of all time, uh, Steins Gate. Definitely plot driven. There is very. There's like a lot of character development, but the plot is time travel. And but what's what's
1: but what is at at its core?
0: Oh, at its at its core, it's all about time
1: travel. It's well, not, no, I mean, like it's a mystery. Oh yeah, yeah. And I guess that that's what makes
0: for a good plot-driven because mm-hmm. everybody else is on the railroads already established by the plot.
1: Right. And that's effectively yeah. The characters like, are <laughs> the characters are trying to discover the plot. Yeah. And they can't help
0: but do the plot because the plot is that <laughs> that's driving the story. Plot's a jerk. Um. Well, no. The plot has somewhere it needs to be, and it doesn't have time <laughs> to be waiting for other people.
1: To, to to figure it out, you know? Is this Alice in Wonderland? Is this the, the White Rabbit? Yes. Got it. Yes. So the White Rabbit is the plot? Yes.
0: <laughs> and he's got places to be. No time for dilly-dally.
1: He's got to go get some tea. Some tea. And some crumpets. And some crumpets, yes. <laughs> Those things. Um, so definitely some uh, plot-driven stories where such as Sherlock Holmes, James Bond, Indiana Jones, um, where realistically these characters basically stay the same. Uh, but the interesting parts is the mystery on, and how they saw them or how the villain will be taken down mm-hmm. or what woman he's going to court. James Bond.
0: Oh <laughs> yeah. Sorry. That's a little, I got a little, you're like time.
1: Sherlock Holmes. What?
0: Um. Yep. I don't want to say anything about Sherlock. He's cool.
1: I, I actually did. You watch the Rubber Down Junior ones? Yeah, I thought they were good. I haven't seen them. Then so why'd you ask me about them? I was just curious. Oh, okay. Uh, some more would be like Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm trying to think. There's that's plot really driven. Yeah. There's uh, like really that's small character driven parts to it. Um. Hmm. Like, who really changes?
0: It starts off as character-driven, because that's, like, what it... Like, they're really, really focusing in on their relationships and stuff. And then, when they encounter the... the when they finally encounter the plot, that's when it becomes plot-driven.
1: But who changes? Like, who who goes through some more... Uh, okay, I guess they do. Well, Gamora mostly.
0: And then, you know, something happens. and
1: so I guess they're all thieves... And then they're like, well, we can work together
0: and we can help the Avengers and then we'll suddenly we'll be, we'll be part
1: of the team. (laughs) Let's develop as characters now. (laughs) And then Uh, they don't. Would you say that uh, South Park, South Park, South Park, South Park, I've never heard of that one. (laughs) South Park is plot driven.
0: Yes. I think it's plot driven. It's heavily scenarios. Yeah. Or it's he- heavily seni- written like scenarios. Like I mean that's how they would get it out so quick. It's just writing scenarios. I don't care about character development. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, pretty much all of South Park is Are a re- You sure though. Like Yeah, at the end of every South Park episode, it's pretty much a reset of reality just like the Simpsons. I mean, the emotions that But they nitpick or they pick all the things that they want out of the episode to keep as part of the zeitgeist for South Park. And then after that, if the episode had too big of ramifications for the world, you can tell they just reset and move on to the next episode. Kind of the same thing, like I said, with The Simpsons.
1: I mean, Randy goes through a lot of character arcs, emotional arcs. Yes. (laughs) He has some conflicts. (laughs) Uh, Another one would be The Big Lebowski. Never seen it. You've never seen it? I'm tired of people
0: getting on me about not seeing all kinds of movies. I always ask them, have they seen Transformers the movie? I have seen Transformers the movie. And most people would be like, what is that? Why would I want to watch that corny piece of (laughs) junk? And (laughs) then I look at them like,
1: what's wrong with you?
0: Do you want (laughs) to get punched in the face?
1: (laughs) Actually, I showed it to my wife and she was kind of bored. Because maybe she doesn't like plot-driven stories. Maybe that is why she didn't like it.
0: I think the Transformers is very, very character-driven. Uh, it's plot-driven. <laughs> I know. Because <laughs> Unicron came along and he's the plot.
1: <laughs> Unicron. That's pretty funny. His name is Unicron.
0: Why is that funny?
1: Because it's so close to Unicorn. He's a unicorn robot. He does have two horns, so. though. Oh, does he? Mm-hmm. Oh. He's special. <laughs> so he's a, a polycorn. <laughs> nice. Um... Nice. All right, so just speaking of the Bo- Big Lebowski, pretty much the whole plot of this whole movie is they steal his rug and he wants his rug back, but his character doesn't change or anything. It's just him trying to get his rug back in all these crazy scenarios.
0: Sounds like kind of like a typical, like a like like a Guy Ritchie type movie, like like the like Snatch or or um,
1: that is also a plot driven story.
0: Yeah, or Rock and Roller
1: Yeah. Bask is better though.
0: I'm sure it is, but I haven't seen it. Um,
1: Although I did, I, I, Snatch is pretty freaking great movie. It is. Had, that's one with Brad Pitt, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 So, so it's funny because when you watch that movie, you know he's, Brad Pitt's got that crazy way he talks and everything. Mm-hmm. Even though it's probably not that crazy to somebody with that accent. Yeah, but, but he he does so good at it. But if you watched it enough times, you start understanding what he says. Mm-hmm. That's, that's kind of weird. You can interpret it because the brain
0: is. Quite powerful.
1: Yes, it is. Um, some of the other ones would be. I'm, I'm just going to end it with uh, the Born Identity. Oh no, I got one more after that. Uh, that's a pretty <laughs> good example.
0: <laughs> like, how do you have a list and you're like, oh no, this is going to be the last <laughs> one. Never mind. <laughs> never mind. Oh, was, never mind. Well, I read my notes. Finally, Whoops. well, no, no, I was going
1: to throw these two together, but then I was like, oh, those are vastly different. <laughs> so the Born Identity, even though like it's about Jason Bourne and everything, and wow,
0: okay. Sorry. I was just a major revolution. I, re- <laughs> revelation I didn't notice it was about well, I
1: mean there's no real character development for him. You know, I mean he's trying to figure out about himself, but, right, it's but really does, it, just does he
0: even figure out about himself?
1: Kinda, sort of. But doesn't really change who he is at all.
0: Who needs to change? Stay the know. same. <laughs> change is um, boring.
1: No, I thought a really funny one would was, was uh Cloverfield because Oh yeah,
0: the the plot is the monster. Yeah, but like... And everybody's running from the monster. Well,
1: realistically, like... The device for the plot is the camera. Ah, yeah.
0: Yeah, like... Because it's just all the found footage from that camera.
1: Yeah. So the plot is just... Well, it's then, not the camera, but... You the, know. the
0: plot is the monster. Yeah. And then, if you watch 10 Cloverfield Lane... He realized there's more things going on around the monster. Well. And then if you watch the Cloverfield Paradox. I did not see that. Don't spoil it. If you watch the Cloverfield Paradox. Things happen. Well see that's the thing. Like they don't. They don't. I like. I. 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 I like the fact that they connected all those together with a name. But they never quite told where anything belongs, mm-hmm. and they never quite said, this is the sequel, this is the prequel, this is the in between cool. the midquel. They just kind of said, they all have the same this name, is draw your conclusion in, the, in this, this world, yeah. Th-. Yeah, but even then, they still didn't technically say they even belong in the same world, they just used the same name. They could have been Final Fantasies for all we know. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it just happened to have common threads, but... If you, I mean, if you pay attention enough, you can see the threads yourself. And I think it's like really cool that one movie, uh, worked to establish a world and a, and a, and a plot. And then the other movie worked to establish some characters that existed and the things that happen when people are faced with, um, quote unquote, inevitable destruction. Right. Yeah. And then you have another one that just is out of left field and you're left to interpret how it connects to anything else. Can't wait to see it. It's maybe so good. I watched day. it the night it came out. It was yeah, good. I haven't seen it. I'm a big fan of the Cloverfield. I totally
1: forgot about it. So maybe I have to go back to it. You know who does Cloverfield? Mr. Abrams. Do you know what else he, he does?
0: Other things that I'm probably I'm not that big of a fan of. He did. He did Fringe. I like that. But I,
1: I never watched. I never watched Fringe all the way through. Yeah, I fring- didn't like it at first because It good. was such a um, uh, mystery of the week thing. It was, but it was good. But, but well, somebody told me that the 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 main plot really like, oh yeah, takes shape and becomes but, pretty interesting. Yeah,
0: but in typical J.J. Abram's fashion, he couldn't end it.
1: They couldn't close.
0: No. Hmm. He, I mean, how how do you not like? I mean, he had Leonard Nimoy. In it. <laughs> like,
1: come on. So man. is it worth watching all the way through?
0: In my opinion, yes. I don't. I'll never
1: rewatch it, but that's just because you never will rewatch anything. I don't. We I get I, it. No, we I
0: don't. I said I don't. Except nineteen seventy nine or oh something. Eighty seven. Eighty seven.
1: Eighty seven.
0: Sheesh. <laughs> I've rewatched um, the Soul Eater anime. I've rewatched Steingate. Ste- no, I've never rewatched Steingate. Never mind. I only watched that once. Um. See what else I've ever got. Oh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Excellent. That's a great movie. You know who's in that movie?
1: Superman, Captain America, Captain Marvel. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, is that it? I think there's more a superheroes. Actually. Wise, yeah. I think there's one more actually. I just, I'll figure it out.
0: I don't think there's any more superheroes.
1: I'm gonna make it another superhero.
0: Out yeah. of that movie, you can, oh, okay. That movie <laughs> itself is a superhero. <laughs> One of the characters in that movie is in the the new movie, Jim Nightman.
1: It's pretty cool. Oh, the Will Smith movie. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? I just saw that last night. How right. how was that? It's pretty good. Oh, it pretty did good. you see any? Oh, I don't remember what. I don't remember what they shot it in. No. Done it like IMAX
0: or no? Screen, he screen shot in something.
1: like something, like even more crazy than oh the screen
0: x the the one where it's like 270 degrees of whatever where there's like three screens and
1: there's only like 10 movie theaters in like the u.s that could have the capacity the for what he wanted to do with this film or something like that i don't i don't remember oh i'll have to check it out it was like 8k 16k i really don't know yeah
0: i don't think that's a thing i think you're lying 32
1: 64 (laughs) <laughs> time for a break.
0: Yeah, yeah that that's kind of a a big indicator when I start oopsing it up. That's usually break time.
1: Aubrey Plaza, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Thomas Jane.
0: Yeah, but they're not superheroes. Tell me which ones they are.
1: Thomas, you know who Thomas Jane is? No. So, he played the Punisher in the Punisher movie.
0: Where, where was he in this movie?
1: I really don't know. It, it actually says uncredited.
0: Yeah, so no. <laughs> not counting that. Okay.
1: Uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Okay. So, she technically, her movie is not technically out yet. What movie? She plays the Huntress in Birds of Prey. Okay, still cheating. Next <laughs> one. And Aubrey Plaza. Have you seen Legion? Yes. She's kind of a villain. But she's actually the main X-Men villain. <sighs> okay.
2: Because
0: <laughs> I knew all these people other than the Punisher. I forgot Aubrey Plaza was in there. Actually. I did not. She was the one that's cursing at the counter all the yes. time. Because that's uh, the sister. That's a great movie. It's oh, that's good, right. Okay. Yeah, it's a very good movie. And Brie Larson was the chick that was singing. And then um,
1: singing, singing, singing,
0: because she wasn't mm-hmm. singing. She was the drummer. Brie Larson was the singer. What? Brandon Routh was the drummer. Or no, he was the guitar player. Wait, 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 wait. Brie Let's Larson see. was the chick with the white hair. Brie.
1: Because
0: he's she's um the main character Michael Cena's um old girlfriend.
1: Oh, that said okay. His fr- okay. Hair was Never r- mind. Never mind. Okay, I remember now.
0: Yeah, freaking lame-o
1: Oh, that's funny. Okay, so anyway. It's uh, funny
0: that you didn't remember that. That's what's funny.
1: (laughs) Excuse me. Uh, So now we're going to go. Excuse Don't be farting. uh, Oh, thank you. Uh, (laughs) Now now we're going to (laughs) go into uh, more plot driven, but with good character development. What you got? What do you got? Uh,
0: I'm. I'm asking you. You're the one taking the notes. <laughs> uh,
1: I was thinking about. Um, I was thinking about the Christopher Nolan's uh, Batman Begins.
0: Okay, plot. Okay, with the with the city getting gas
1: and yeah. whatnot. But I mean the mo. The, but the story is also about how the origin of yeah. The Batman.
0: Uh,
1: yeah, I'll give that one. I'll give that one. What too. about what about uh, the Dark Knight?
0: Um, I, to be honest, think don't that's think more there was, yeah, there. there was not much character development in that movie. Yeah. I mean, it, unless you count Heath Ledger's character development, but even then that was he like, did not have any character <laughs> development. Yeah. Here, he, he I already, guess you have, he uh, already knew what he was to start Harvey
1: with. Dent though. Kinda. Yeah. yeah.
0: He was very comic book.
1: Yeah. In that movie. In um, terms of like how extreme he took everything. And like, well the turn, how, yeah. how quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what about uh, Dark Knight Rises? Are we just sticking on the Nolan thing? Oh, apparently. Well, I just put Batman movies. Oh, uh, there's okay. more. Um, I think that's more plot too. Mm,
0: yeah, because there's no other than well, no, because the yeah, because he he's not character development; he's just recovering. Yeah, probably plot. Good characters, though. I guess. Yeah,
1: yeah good characters. Bane um, was cool. And then I, and then well I, the next one I thought of was another Christopher Nolan was Inception. And I was trying to decide. Yeah, like, yeah. Because it's more so about that. I don't remember the main character's name, but Leonardo DiCaprio. Right.
0: And him traveling further and further and.
1: But like, I really don't know if, know if he progressed as much as he's just. He had one goal, and he was. It's more to get discovery
0: goal. than progression.
1: Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. So that's probably just. Strictly plot-driven? Yeah. Matrix?
0: Um, I wouldn't say the best
1: characters, so probably not on that. I mean, can you throw any old characters in there?
0: Yes. Probably. And you can name them the one, and that's what you got. It could be Jet Li. It could be, but that was a better movie, so.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs>
0: I'm I'm to be honest I'm not gonna be like the biggest like oh whatever anybody says the Matrix is the greatest movie
1: ever. And I don't I'll think it's the greatest war. movie ever.
0: Yeah, but I mean, there's a lot of people who who would like argue for the Matrix, and I don't see why. Fair enough. The Matrix is good, but it's not anything to like write home about. It's not like something you just like. Oh my gosh, this is the greatest! Like, I mean,
1: is Matrix Four gonna be the greatest?
0: The fact that they're making another one means the first three weren't that great.
1: (laughs) What? I think... I want to hear your logic on this.
0: Well, because I think whenever... when When a franchise is done, you know what I mean? Like, when you close off a franchise, and then you go back to it, it usually either means that you are either canceling out some of your old story and trying to retell it, or you're like, oh, look, we have new technology, we can do this better, or... Looks like we rushed part of our thing, so we actually still had some leftover story. Or you're just running out of ideas, so this one's not going to be that great anyways. And now you're cashing in on something that was supposedly good back then.
1: I feel like this is an and-or scenario rather than just or. No, it's or. It's or. or. It can only be one of those four. (laughs) It can only be one.
0: (laughs) Like the Highlander and Jet movie, which is better. The greatest movie
1: ever made. Oh, yeah. The one really is just basically Highlander.
0: Yes. Oh. except for its power distribution as opposed to just
1: you take the power yeah huh. interesting <sighs> yes taking the same same story turn it on its head Hollywood yes Uh, so so I was thinking of some uh, I just wrote down some plot driven comedies just apparently for funsies for funsies yeah. who, who says that <laughs> well apparently me so Golly. so I was thinking of Napoleon Dynamite and I was thinking of Arrested Development And I thought the funny thing about Arrested Development is I feel like the characters are like trying, like there'll be characters that are trying to change, but then the plot forces them. The plot says, no, (laughs) No, not today, sir. Not today. (laughs) Not today,
0: sir. Today, you will be involved in some
1: hijinks (laughs) and you will have no say. So another thing I was trying to figure out is, as you saw in the notes earlier, was whether or not all the Marvel movies are plot-driven? Are they kind of a mixture?
0: They're all plot-driven.
1: You think they're all plot-driven? Yes.
0: I say this because um, every movie has a through line and the characters are on the railroad to get through that. Do you think um, any of the movies are more... Or like? The thing is, the characters do progress, yes, but the movies themselves are written as plots. Or they're written, they're written to accentuate the plot and the characters are... Have already been established, so there's no reason
1: to accentuate them more. Didn't Thor go through a transformation, hero's, hero's journey, in the first Thor movie? Sure, sure.
0: But do you do? Does anybody remember the first Thor movie?
1: I remember it thoroughly. Thoroughly. (laughs) <laughs> oh,
0: I, I feel like oh, I, that's awesome i feel like i walked into
2: that oh my gosh
0: hey, hey, i hope you're proud of yourself
1: that is the high point of all of our podcasts right there because you said <laughs> it thoroughly. can only go downhill from now <laughs> yep
0: just like the marvel movies oh you think so you think they will i don't know actually to be honest like at this point, I'm not even like rooting for them as much as I'm just kind of sitting back with my with my chin in my hand, just kind of looking off to looking off at them. Like, I wonder what you guys are gonna do next, but I have no like thought as to whether or not it'll be good or bad or unnecessary. Neutral,
1: neutral evil.
0: Yeah, but I just kind of look at Marvel now as just a comp a blob. They're a conglomerate yes. of, of good writers making good things with lots of money. Um, So it could be good. It could be entertaining, which I n- no doubt it will be. Um,
1: Or it could be DC bad, you know? I, I like that. I still like that they keep trying to switch up directors and, and go in different directions. <laughs> well, I wasn't trying to pun or anything like that. But um... Yeah, It's getting a little a little heavier on <laughs> Uh I was thinking about, like, because I always thought that I could only write character-driven stories, but then, like, my my sixth-grade story, that was definitely a character-driven story. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. then uh, I wrote that, that horror story, and that was... What kind of story? Horror story. <laughs> horror, horror story. And I was completely plot-driven, and I just want to say that when i was thinking about that yesterday i was really proud of myself i was able to make an interesting plot driven story i'm proud that you're
0: proud of yourself yeah thank you you're
1: welcome what else you got
0: um let's see i don't have technically anything but let's see other superhero movies mm. what about
1: like the so the dc ones there's a probably yeah there's a is plot driven. They're all plot plot driven as far as I know.
0: Um, But DC is kind of good that way I think. Um, Just because if I'm being completely honest a lot of DC characters don't seem like they progress very much. They kind of wallow in their sadness (laughs) and just kind of kind of sit in that and that's what makes them the characters they are or whatever.
1: It it allows Deadpool to make those jokes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it, it kind of it allows Batman to stay Batman after all these years. Mm-hmm. I mean, if he had progressed at all, he probably he did get
1: married recently.
0: That's cool. Has he? Has he stopped fighting crime? Probably not. So he hasn't changed. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm
1: saying. That's all I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Just I mean, realistically, him and Selena were already dating. So
2: yeah,
0: but I, I still don't see that as progression. Not for the characters themselves. Just because they're dating somebody else doesn't mean that they have actually. They
1: took the next step.
0: That's no, still not progression in the characters themselves. And he does have. It's just c- progression in their situation. Fair. Because he it's has a, a child.
1: documentation.
0: Yeah. It's just a piece of paper. That's not how I really think
1: about it. I mean, marriage. he has kids now, you know. He has a kid. A kid. Does he only have a kid?
0: Yeah only one that's like uh, that they say is like officially didn't he know about his kid he didn't even know about Damien until uh, Talia brought him around
1: until who? Talia oh wait is Talia his, the mom? I don't remember yes well there's Talia and there's Nissa I'll no cool. it's
0: Talia okay
1: I think it's the Arrow show, show all confusing me
0: yeah I can tell It's like what are you what are you talking about <laughs> that's that CW nonsense
1: so excited for the, the Crisis on Infinite Earths.
0: So they can finally
1: end all era. the fan service they're gonna bring to that sucker.
0: Yeah, I've been reading about it and I am not impressed. <laughs> like I'm, I'm dead serious. I, I feel like it's just gonna be, like, I mean, every other uh, crossover event they've done, I, I haven't been really impressed. What? With. Even though, like, they're like, "Oh yeah, we're bringing all the people," and I'm just kind of like, "Oh, it's just like a, it's literally just the crossover episodes. That's all." Yeah, and but they're it's fun. Yeah, I don't watch any of the CW shows anymore because I'm so bored with them. I feel like they're they're just tired, you know? They make me tired.
1: See, that's the thing I don't understand. Is like you'll play this, like these mobile games that will basically play themselves.
0: Uh huh. That's so boring. Yeah, but there's progression
1: it's boring progression
0: it's progression CW does not progress I can
1: write on a piece of paper and just write one slash one slash one slash one slash yeah but then you eventually have the paper filled up but I mean it's fun
0: but maybe you can make a design out of it and at least you have something to show for your work
1: nope I can only do
0: but what do you have to show for CW nothing
1: what do you have to show for this game
0: Uh, a lot I'm (laughs) level 39
1: (laughs) it's just a number
0: but it's a progression from one.
1: <laughs> so I could write on this piece of paper one through thirty nine. That's what I
0: said, and it would be progression. I understand that. And I, I'm whole, I'm I'm with it. I'm with it. Also make sure you just write the numbers in like a fancy fashion so that way you can <laughs> get a you can make a design out of it. And then you can sell it on Etsy.
1: Yeah, there you go. Hmm. You got anything else? Not really yeah I don't have everything else really.
0: um so this whole plot versus character thing, what is your favorite? I believe we talked about this before.
1: I think my favorite is um mixing it together.
0: oh, oh, you like a little 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 swirl
1: like no I mean honestly, that should be your main goal is to, is to be able to make the plot stand on its own and these characters be complex to entertain the characters on their own.
0: yeah there's a there's a ah.
1: I mean it's okay so you you don't need to do that obviously to make a great story you can make a great character driven story you can make a great plot driven story but I feel like you'll get more out like you'll make more interesting story if you can find a way to have a great plot with great characters I mean it should be obvious
0: right it should be obvious. It I, you know it's funny that like you say that but then like the, I mean the problem we have with DC movies is it should be obvious how you can write all these really already well-established characters into a movie but for some reason you forget the basics. And I think that's the biggest problem.
1: Maybe it's maybe it's because Marvel is not afraid to take chances and DC Doesn't really take chances. The
0: thing is, DC is taking chances. They're just taking the wrong ones. Okay. Like they're they're actually looking at maximizing like the exposure of these characters that they've established already and like rewriting them in ways that's actually kind of creative and even giving them somewhat of a I guess you could call it a new life. Um, you know, like this Birds of Prey movie. This is I mean Oh, like it, the
1: joker the new joker movie yeah like the birds of
0: prey like do you, you, you mean harley quinn wasn't we even a, a character in the comic books and then it was in the tv show oh yeah yeah, yeah. and then suddenly it became um like a mainstay and now they're saying you know what let's take this one character that had some some things and then we and like had some popularity and then let's put it into suicide squad let's make her the leader of this thing right um kind of a leader de facto if you will um i think she's a good guy in the comics now she's still in between she's still like the quote-unquote anti-hero kind of thing because she still does some things and she works with poison ivy and in catwoman sometimes and some other people's
1: should we do a whole dc versus marvel podcast
0: no (laughs) it'd be unnecessary because i don't think i don't think it's uh i don't think i have
1: enough to say about it
0: i don't either and i don't think that there it's necessarily a competition between the two there's a lot more going on than it's... I think it's definitely more or less the writers and the vision behind the writing. Like, and to be honest, the lack of, at this point, um, there's no vision. Because, I mean, if you think about it, the reason why Marvel's been successful is because Kevin Feige has been behind all of it. Right. As opposed to with DC, Zack Snyder was behind part of it. mm mm-hmm. And then other people were doing other things. That's a good point. They didn't have like a director of content. Mm-hmm. They just had directors, and they were all trying to do their own thing. And then other people tried to copy Zack Snyder because they're like, "Oh, let's get a a uh, like a, a nice vision together, right?" Mm-hmm. And that was, I think, that's the problem:
1: is that everybody's. That's trying That's a to, really good point. Well, they're pl- they're trying to play catch up in a game that they shouldn't even been trying to compete. They in. shouldn't
0: have been competing in at all. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know it is what it is. I'm not going to, I'm not like bagging on DC because I think that they have potential because they have, they have the right properties to be able to do really great things. It's mm-hmm. just, they just haven't got a chance to do it yet. And Hey, it is what it is. I don't, the Joker movie was really, really good. And I was seen that either. Yeah. I saw that like the weekend it came out. Um, the Joker movie is really, really good. And I'm not saying that there's no potential to them for them to recover from the other things. I mean, the fact that the Batman is coming out soon or mm, relatively soon, I guess. And the casting for it is like bananas. Um, I'm actually like really looking forward to possibly them taking like a turn around a corner and possibly saying, you know what? We do have a central character that actually works for almost all of our DC stories. Why don't we just use that person and go for that person?
1: Batman. Oh, okay.
0: Cause he works as a, as a, as a pivot point for justice league. He works as a pivot point for, um, establishing humans. He worked for because of his rogue gallery. Right. Right. Um, he also works as a pivot point because his Gotham is like a, it's a very enclosed version of what's happening around the world.
1: But should they even, bo- so, so they said now they want to make more enclosed stories, mm-hmm. but I almost feel like, you know, the enclosed stories are
0: good. They've yeah. always told really good enclosed stories, as I far mean, as I know.
1: They can go. They could totally just go the the Logan route, you know, where, I mean, sure, you could say it's related. You yeah, know, but but
0: yeah, that's a route they could go. But the problem with doing it that way is that, um, I feel like they want to establish a through line, and if they did it that way, they wouldn't be able to. Yeah, like with the Joker, I think the. Well like that the, was
1: probably their version of that, because yeah, this joke going, is not gonna be part of anything,
0: supposedly, yeah, but I think what what they ended up saying was we're gonna pull this as far away from th- the the originals as we can because right. if they don't like it, then they wanna they pretty much they want to make sure that they can ignore it, but if they do like it, we still kept it accurate enough. That we could still technically make it as part of the new.
1: Well, I mean, that makes sense.
0: Like, the Batman could still be established. <laughs> the Joker.
1: The Batman. The Aquaman.
0: I think it's just called... Isn't it just called Joker?
1: Probably just called Joker.
0: Um, but, um... Uh, wow, well, I don't think it's called the Aquaman either. You're weird.
1: <laughs> it's not called the Aquaman. Um... <laughs>
0: But like, I feel like they, they kind of gotten to this point now where if the Batman, if they wanted to take place with the same kind of Joker, they could actually refer back to parts in this movie. I was about to spoil it. Um, parts in this movie that actually yeah, occurred man. and then they could, and they can just, Oh this. So then suddenly this does exist in this world, you know? Right. Um, which I, I, I mean, I like that kind of story writing. Just write it, keep your source material and be good. And then that way, if you need to later on draw or, you know, put the red strings between uh, between the two plots, you can. And you don't have to worry about, oh, yeah, we had to write this with an overall vision of. I mean, DC has been really, really, really good at enclosed stories. Have you ever watched any of the their animated series or their an- not series sorry, their animated movies?
1: I've I've just seen the one where like Superman's supposedly dead. And...
0: I haven't even seen that one um but know. like okay so if you think of like mask like of the phantasm for batman
1: oh no i saw uh the flashpoint one yeah Flash- that was good
0: flashpoint paradox was really good in story technically a scenario that happened then it got fixed all done then they have things like the judas contract which i think has to do with uh with raven's uh backstory um, um and her 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 father trigon um
1: actually i I'm, i am a little surprised they haven't introduce any of these other characters especially it's, since how popular they are with like Teen Titans and whatnot and I well I mean because it would require effort and because <laughs>
0: um at this point I think that if they were to intro- introduce characters like Raven or Starfire people would expect with the movie budget for the costumes to be like completely up to par mm-hmm. and I think they're characters that we're not quite ready for because they're technically second tier right um and we haven't even gotten first tiers yet I mean, we've gotten them several times, but we haven't actually established them yet. And I think that's what's going to end up happening. I think that depending on how good the Batman does and how much they actually focus on making it, I think that that's going to be their jumping point for the new, new version of this DC universe. I feel like... Even Wonder Woman might integrate itself into the Batman as the as that universe, you know,
1: which is which would be kind of weird. I mean,
0: it would be kind of weird, but they also have not said that Jason Momoa isn't coming back as Aquaman, so there's still things that they can they could kind of work with this like weird thing of getting rid of Ben Affleck and just kind of acting like it never happened. I mean, look at all these uh, these movies that are going back into franchises like Halloween or or Terminator and forgetting the sequels happened and then just right. throwing a movie in between there. Um technically both Wonder Woman movies have been prequel movies. So even though she existed in Justice League and um and uh, Batman versus Superman. Batman versus Superman, wow. Well, um technically she could still exist as Wonder Woman outside of that, you know, because she's still a side character in those movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so the new Batman could establish and like just boom,
1: we do a crisis on infinite earth movie and or or, or or maybe that's what the show's doing.
0: Or hear me out. Hear me out. They could actually nope. go like the cartoon route. Okay. Like the this League like a limited kind of thing where they kind of they just kind of barf up all the superheroes they have and then just put them on screen and then slowly what surely <laughs> give like surely what surely like give individual movies cuz i mean if you think about like the way Justice League initially established, like you have you have Batman just having a vision, you have mm-hmm. Superman having the power to do so, and then you kind of have like all of the like the money and everything. They establish this thing, and then they kind of go from there.
1: What what do the cartoons do with Superman? What do you mean? Well, I mean Superman's just Superman like Captain just, Marvel is a hard character because he's so powerful. He's like, just
0: always he's always just waiting really i guess they're because that's what they're all pretty much you do guys with, do your thing and i'll come in i'll clean up no superman actually if you think in like uh in the in the shows with the Justice, like superman is not like the like their go-to superpower he's like a um almost like we'll call you if we need you kind of thing mm-hmm. um but batman can solve these things wonder woman can solve these things the flash can solve his own type of scenarios but they all everybody always has their like um their bag you know like the thing they're good at and that's what they do i think that's kind of how they've been how they kind of structure it so it's not necessarily something that like oh every scenario calls for everybody that's in the that or everybody yeah everybody that's at the tower has to come help with this it's always oh the flash is working in um central central city i think central that's? city yeah, yeah. And so he handles conflicts
1: there. Batman's all, or Batman's always in Gotham. <laughs> how, how ridiculous. So Flash is from Central City. And then like mm-hmm. I think Supergirl is like in Coast City or something like that. Yeah.
0: Because names are hard to think of. <laughs> I mean, technically, we still haven't named any of the characters from.
1: I have, though.
0: From the, the, the tower. Oh, you tried to name I them. I
1: did name them. Should we just turn this into another podcast altogether now that like we've done like half an hour of non-character versus plot?
0: No, I think we should just end this podcast.
1: Okay. That that That's all. Okay.
0: That was like the most, I feel like this is going to be like the most abrupt ending unless I draw it out a little bit longer. What you're doing right now. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I was waiting. <laughs> I was just waiting for
1: you to say your words. <laughs> So, what I was actually (laughs) gonna (laughs) No, do it, do it,
0: do it, do it. Until next time. Ah.
1: But we're here right now. (laughs) It's next time. Okay. Okay. Until until that time. Okay.
0: Okay. Okay.